You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network, and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks. And thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, let's get this episode started. So how are you know that, uh, you know, well, and some of our loyal, our loyal listeners know that uh, Todd and I were down, down at the Outer Banks and on vacation. And uh, the really cool thing about uh, about this house we were in is they had one of those old arcade games well i shouldn't say it was old it's a new arcade game but it was one of those with like 60 games all from the early 1980s you know pac-man uh dig dug yeah Mil- sure millipede yeah. um right zach zaxon i mean i used to i used to 
you know, I didn't grow up very, have very much money. You know, if I got sent with $5 and quarters to an arcade, that was like a, that was like a million dollars. What's a dollar? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. uh, so I, I didn't know until the, till this last week down there in the outer banks, what the, what the first, after the first section of Zaxxon, what happened? Like I'd never made it past that. I always died. You know, I'd waste two bucks and quarters before I realized I, I was no good at it. Hey, so, so, I so you're better at 50 than you were at 15. I maybe, maybe this wasn't the pressure of, of, of knowing that that quarter is all I, you know, was the difference. You know, knowing that I could be a little looser flying that fake space shuttle. You know? We were we we had a Dave's pool hall at the time in Taos, Missouri. We had a machine that was a dime machine. They those kids were so poor they didn't even the machines didn't even take quarters. They took dimes. Oh man, what was the game? It well, was this big. Hey, you know what's funny is it paid off too. It oh, was, so it was like one of those old like gambling. They, yes, they didn't was, call them gambling, whatever it was, they uh, It was the little sign said for for amusement only or something now. Now, yeah. I, not to get off topic, let me finish. So it had a big board full of numbers and pinballs and depending on what, almost like bingo. So you would get five balls for a, a dime. And if you, if you connected, um, you know, like three, four numbers in a row or, 10, 20, 30, or something. There's combinations that, that, that got you points. And then, you know, it, 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 depending on how your score is, you got longer play, longer play, longer play. And, and once you got over X amount of dollars, it paid off. And I don't remember what it paid. You know, it was something like back in them days, if you got 20 bucks from a machine to pay off, you made something, you know what I mean? You yeah. The, the, those are the machines that they used to set up where you could win a cigarette. Or you want a pack of gum or something like right. that. Right, but you know yeah. what? Yeah, but unfortunately, not unfortunately, but but really, and I didn't realize it until later in life uh, when I got to be a state trooper, and I realized that they were, you know, they had a whole division called gaming that did the Cherry Masters and all these games that they always had this little paper sign that said amusement only, and I used to think, man, what else would it be? Well, <laughs> it was because if you were local, you know, if you were a local guy and they knew who you were, the bartender would pay you off depending on how. Yeah. What you want. I mean, you know how it works. Yeah, it's and gambling. Now, yeah. Uh, apparently now uh, the state's got some kind of loophole for them all to do it now, and they just tax them. So every machine, every station you go into up here has got some kind of a, a, a machine that pays off. So, so I, yeah, you know, you know, speaking of pinball wizards, I was going to talk about Bruce, and Bruce was a pinball wizard, and I don't really understand how he – you know, there's a saying that says, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, if you're like me, I stayed on the farm all the time. You know what I mean? Unless I got a ride to town or something and got dropped off at my grandma's or something, I was stuck out on the farm, you know? So I didn't have gravel road, three channels of TV. That's, that's how, hey, that's how I grew up. I lived, no farther, air I lived hey, so far no, away from everybody. No, I mean, no air conditioning. I mean, I, I, so so when I'd get to town or get together with Bruce, I mean, Bruce was worldly. Like, he'd been to town 
20 <laughs> times. His grandma lived in town like mine, but he, he got to actually do stuff. So, so, and he had a, he, you remember when, uh, what was it? The who was that pinball wizard? Oh yeah. Yeah. About the blind deaf and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So, so he had that cassette. I don't think it was eight track. I'm pretty sure it was cassette. And he had his real, he had a real leather jacket, not no fake one. I mean, he had a real, uh, <laughs> a real leather jacket and you would do, uh, I, I don't know what all you'd do. You know, I, I could, I could tell Bruce stories till I'm blue in the face, but my little brother wanted me, the one that told me this week that, that all those machines paid out and all the truck stops and everything. He wanted me to tell his Bruce story, uh, that me and him was talking about. Uh, you know, Bruce's old man had his body shop, which is the reason why he always had these cars, you know, and I, I, he just, I could do, I could do, uh, his dad was like a, like a biker version of, you ever watch that counting cars on, um, Oh yeah. The count. Yeah. The count. Yeah. I mean, imagine like a sort of mean count, you know what I mean? Like his old man had been around. I mean, his old, you know, the count on that show seems to be a hell of a nice guy, right? Oh, his, of course. Yeah, I've Bruce's old man yeah. had, you know, I guess the penitentiary done that to him or the biker gang or something, but his old man had a little bit of mean streak, but he always made sure his kids, uh, you know, had a car to drive because then people would come in and, and he'd go to sell it and he'd go, is it a reliable car? Well, my son or my daughter drives to school every day. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he never told him, <laughs> you know, he just... <laughs> He just rebuilt it last week, but anyhow, he had this he had this old boy that worked in the shop there, whose last name was Strope. My little brother, we got talking about him. He's whatever happened to him? I said I don't know, but I said uh, my brother said you think he's still racing? And I don't said I don't know. And these old boys had worked for Tom, and then some of his people he had, the he always had cash money. And people would, if they needed money, they'd go ask Tom, you know, if, if you worked for him or if he was around him or if he was one of his friends or whatever, you could always count on him loaning you money or giving you money. What he really tried to do is buy something from you so he didn't have to worry about you stiffening, right? Yeah, you paying him back, yeah. yeah. Right, so Strope needed some money to, to go to the races, or he, he went from A, B modifieds to wing sprints, which take a, just a tremendous amount of money. You know, sprint cars are just tremendous amount of money. And, and he cut this deal with Tom. He had a big block Chevrolet and I don't remember it was a 396. My brother seemed to think it was a 454, but I think it was 396 because it had a little more allure to it. And Tom had had this, got this 63 or four. I think it was a Bel Air because I had an Impala. I had a 65 Impala and I'm pretty sure it had two taillights, which would made it a Bel Air where the Impala had three. He had this two-tone black and patina Bel Air that was four-door. And and Tom, that's Bruce's dad, wanted what made what's called a sleeper car. He wanted this uh, hot rod. Now, but nowadays they do all kinds of rat rods. And, and he, I mean, I'm sure you've been to car shows lately. Or if you've been, I, you know, there's a car show down here at the lake where I live a couple times a month in the summertime. But a lot of these guys don't even paint them up anymore. Right, they just they what's called rat rod, but back yeah, then, they they wanted to look uh look you know look original yeah like know? the fifties or the sixties or what <clears throat> yeah so well back in the eighties people wanted them to look nice, but Tom he he paid Strope for this big box Chevy and he wanted it installed in this old Bel Air four door that had still had the silver hubcaps with 
with the red bow tie, and he took them off to him in the trunk. And what he wanted was to drive down the boulevard, which is U.S. <laughs> Business 50, you know, the old highway in the main kind of main drag. And when kids wanted to hot rod or kids wanted to race or whatever, he wanted to just blow the doors off of them. Right? What is this, American Did you grow up in American, like graffiti? American Graffiti? Because, you know, <laughs> I have had these, you know, it's kind of funny when you get to be 50 and get a little money, you buy a bunch of shit that you don't need because you couldn't afford it when you were 19, right? My brother yeah. tells me, my brother tells us that's, that's why the square body trucks are worth so much money now. You know, those 85, 86 Chevys, uh, have you seen any of them for sale that, that they want all Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's because people that are our age that's got money remember dad or grandpa having one of them or learned how to drive in one of them or whatever. And that's what's driving the price of those things up. Kind of like it's our 57 Chevy, right? Remember when you were in high school and everybody wanted oh, 57 yeah. Chevy? Because that's yeah. when you're old man, you, you know, your parents or whatever. So Tom's got this big block, Bel Air, and Bruce calls me at, you know, this is pre-cell phone day so you got to call on landline walk over to the wall and pick up a corded phone answer it, and he says hey i'm driving this big block chevy to school tomorrow you want to ride with me and i said yeah uneventful going to school but coming home at that time the and i'm sure people across america know what i'm talking about you had to try to beat the buses out of the parking lot right of course you don't want to be behind the bus behind yeah. and you're behind them for in our case going from wardsville to taos you're behind him for probably eight miles, which at that time we thought was a long way. Yeah, and if you're behind the last bus, yes. it's the one. It's the one making all the stops away from. The That's school. exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. And and now we're getting yelled at. Bruce always got yelled at. Now this, I went to a state-supported Catholic school, and me and Bruce weren't Catholic, so it was <laughs> in some days it was us against them, and they're yelling at Bruce. Uh, what a piece of junk car this is, you know, and, and now they wouldn't f never say two words to him in the hallway where he could reach him because he'd smack them just, just to do it. Right. Well, the um, leather, the leather jacket, you just automatically make hey, me think he's the Fonz. He's the Fonz of where you, you know, up. let me tell you something. He would have, uh, not only did he have a leather jacket, he had a chain on his wallet since we, <laughs> since he was in the fifth or sixth grade, and the big silver ring on the side of his of his boot. And oh. and this hey, this is more story than I meant to tell, but I'm just going to tell it because there might be some one percenters in the audience. I don't know. His <laughs> uncle, his dad's brother, big brother, was a no kidding uh, biker with the galloping goose. You probably never heard of the Galloping Goose, have you? I think you, I've heard you mention the Galloping. Well, I mean, it's a sister club to the to the Hell's Angels. His his this this Bruce's uncle was a no kidding biker. I mean, tough guy. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, he he met his demise down here on I think Highway D. I'd have to show you over in Marys County where somebody. An opposing traffic. He was driving down the highway. There's a big straight stretch, about a mile and a half long, and and he was known to run his bike down through there as fast as it would go, right through this grass farm on both sides of the road, and with one of those four board fancy looking 
painted wood fences. You know how the horse or cattle people. This happened oh, yeah. to cattle people. So it, it's the facade is the foreboard fence, and behind it is real wire to keep the cows in. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And, and somebody shot him in the face with a load of seven and a halfs or eights, which is just a kind of a light target load, shotgun load. Uh huh. So the load of seven and a halfs in the face didn't kill him, but running that Harley Davidson down through the foreboard barbed wire back fence killed him dead. So oh my God. I, yeah, so I only <laughs> throw that in there. So Bruce Bruce wanted to be a biker and a tough guy ever since he could walk, right? I mean, ever since ever since because he was we were about seven or eight, nine, ten, seven, eight. Bruce was probably seven or eight when when his uncle got killed and and that was kind of his idol. So he he aspired to be a biker, right? And even though he was kind of a, he's a pretty nice guy, he's got a mean streak. You know what I mean? It could rear its ugly head. So that was a long way to get back to the buses. So these kids would <laughs> yell from the bus or make little signs or something from the bus, but they wouldn't dare do it to his face, right? So we are, for eight miles, we're behind this bus full of kids throwing spitballs out and boogers or whatever, you know, flipping us off, you know, <laughs> kid dog, right? So the bus gets stopped at this subdivision called Dove Lakers, 25, 30 houses in there, probably more than that. But there's about 15 or 18 kids that get off the bus. And, you know, back in them days, that was before the arm went out in front and kept you from getting run over or whatever. And, the, you know, kids would walk behind the bus, in front of the bus, and they had bags, and they'd, you know, they'd fight. Oh, yeah. So the bus guy pulls in the arm, and there's 15, 18 kids within – a hundred feet of this bus still and waves because there's us and there's four five six cars high school cars behind us you know ever all the cars come out of high school bus driver waves us around and bruce as we get up next to the bus he starts he's got his left foot on the brake and his right foot on the gas and he gives that big block just enough gas to get the tire back tire burning off and then it looks like we're at 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 I don't even know my, you know, the Daytona Speed Week at Daytona for Drag Week or something. You know what I mean? That car, <laughs> little single track. Your car guys know what I'm talking about. Single track rear end where it's just your right rear tire spinning. It's only about seven and a half inches wide. It's an old bias ply white wall tire that this old woman had on a car. And it just turns into this black-blue smoke and stinks. And these kids are all looking around. And, and the more they're freaking out about this nasty bloke, smoke blowing across them, the more gas Bruce gives it. Right. And, and nowadays the diesel guys run diesels and stuff, but back in, it was just tire smoke and about, I don't know, 30, 40 seconds into this, maybe a minute, kaboom, pow, pow, boom, the tire come apart. <laughs> so he immediately, without even, without even missing a beat, he takes his foot off the brake and we take off. And now we go from just spinning out, barely moving to going I don't know, 55, 60, 65 mile an hour on three tires in a rim. And that tire's coming apart. Anybody's heard a tire come apart? About every third second, it's third round that's hitting part of the fender and it's coming apart. It's spraying rubber and, and, and you know, those truckers call them alligators when they come apart on the highway. Do you know that? Yeah, so they're leaving out these little baby alligators out there on the highway. I look over at him and said, dude, aren't you going to stop and fix it? And he goes, not where they can see me. And we run on three tires and a rim for about two and a half, three miles till we got down the road and 
could turn to where people wouldn't know it. We were changing the tire. Oh. That's the story my brother wanted me to tell because he's just <laughs> laughing. He's laughing so hard. He wanted me to call Bruce right there and talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I wonder what Bruce's version of that story is. Oh, he just, whatever I say, he'd agree with because I'm a better storyteller than him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I wonder yeah. what those kids, I wonder what those kids standing there hey, would have to say. You know what? Maybe we ought to have him for, if, if we got enough listener requests, I'll get him. I'll get him on the podcast one day. You get Bruce to come on. I'll get him come on with this one day. Uh-huh. I'll get him come on us one day. And the problem is, I this is the problem. We had to do a Patreon or something because he'll cuss. I don't think. I mean, he'd say some crazy stuff that that you know that uh, some of these PG viewers might not want to hear. <laughs> you know? Well, I think I think people have heard enough Bruce stories. I think there's probably a little bit of demand for some Bruce. Maybe. See, Bruce. you find Bruce. out for me. You find <laughs> out for me. We might have to make a Bruce t-shirt. Maybe. They call me Bruce. <laughs> hey, that was the movie. Remember that movie, They Call Me Bruce? They Call Me Bruce. That was it a movie. Was, I, it was I a, thought, was that a Rick Springfield song? No. My name isn't well, Bruce? That was a Rick Springfield been, song. Well, there was a, there was a, there was a movie called They Call Me Bruce, and it was a... It was a poor man's kung fu. Bruce oh, Bob Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I was thinking of the Rick Springfield song where he's telling the lady, "Don't call me. My name's not Bruce." Or the uh, person know. thinks he's Rick or Bruce Springsteen, not Rick Springfield. You know. Really? I, mean, I didn't know that. Well, I'm, well, you know, hey, I'm a big Rick Springfield guy. Well, hey, you know. nothing like Jesse's girl is her. That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Next week, I'll talk about what they did to that big block when the car ran and went, ran it, uh, fell apart. Because oh, there's a big block part two, you know? There's a big block well, part two. That, well, then I guess that's where we'll end it. We'll leave everybody yeah, get, uh, guessing. Got that's right. What? Keep them wanting more. I think that's what the uh, old blue eyes used to say, right? When Sinatra always said, leave them for more. <laughs> or is that Jackie Gleason? One or the other. I thought that was George Costanza in yeah, the one, one of the side. same. <laughs> one of the same. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.